6: Hello and welcome. It's our number two. The hour of Draymond. An hour two. And what do you make of Draymond Green saying that he never even wants to attempt being on a team that chases the win's record again? Also, Draymond believes that people have set Victor Wembanyama of the Spurs, the number one pick up for failure. With all the rookie all-star hype, do you feel bad for Wemby? And Draymond Green also believes that Chris Paul will, com- quote, completely unlock the Warriors' Jonathan Kuminga. Is it really that simple? We'll talk about that as well. A whole lot more. Here it is, our number two. It is a green light go. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. Doing it live on the 4th of July. Unless we're not, we are in the air everywhere as we babble on. And we're we're actually called out for excessive window shopping, which is a problem. You should not do excessive window shopping. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and blisteringly powerful microphones of FSR Emanating live from the cast. Not broadcasting, it is wish casting as we are broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. And here we are. I can't think of anything more patriotic than doing sports talk radio in the middle of the night on the 4th of July. But here we are. How lucky are we to be united here? And we'll do it live. And so our lead this hour coming from the spirit animal of Golden State, Draymond Green. Has been very generous on this birthday for America. Draymond Green is chirping. And when Draymond chirps, we sometimes listen, especially in the month of June or July. That is very good for what we do. So thank you, Draymond, for helping us out. Now, if you didn't hear this, uh, maybe not. Draymond Green talking about a gaggle of topics during an appearance on the fledgling podcast P. Uh, That is apparently a podcast by Paul George. I wonder if he takes podcasts off to rest up, load management. He can't do back-to-back podcasts because he might hurt a vocal cord. It's not only basketball he can't do. I don't know. I've never heard the Paul George podcast. Have you? Probably not. Anyway, uh, so Dray- get to the point, please. So Draymond Green, who was part of the 2015-2016 Golden State team, that won an NBA record, 73 games, during the regular season, and also lost, lost in the NBA Finals. And he stated, Draymond Green, that he never wants to go through this experience again. Uh, That's what he said. Not my words, his words. He says, if you told me today y'all can win 73 games next year and actually close the deal and win a championship, I may say, no, I'm cool. Uh, Green Announcing why, well, here's why, Uh, Draymond saying because the price to pay to actually get through that, I'm not sure it's worth it. (laughs) Not sure it is worth it to try to win all of your games. Okay. That's a a good attitude. Uh, Green complained about being thrust into a playoff environment every game when you're trying to set a record. And he moaned about the toll that it takes. Oh, the toll. What a toll it is. Uh, And uh, on and on and on. So let us discuss the question on this one. What do you make of Draymond Green saying that he never even wants to attempt chasing the 73-win record? Again, does not want to be part of a team that does that. So I've got Russian Ballet. Locomotive, and the law. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice, nice punch in the schnoz is what we're going to make. So number one, number one, Draymond Green. Good news, Draymond. You will not have to ever worry about being on a team to challenge the all-time wins record, as that ship has left the port, and it ain't coming back. But really, what Draymond's doing here? Draymond is selling applesauce, eyewash on this one. Uh, I don't get the logic. Maybe I'm missing something. I, I'm not that bright. I do the overnight show around here. But Draymond making it seem like the chase to get the record for regular season wins is similar to a Greek tragedy. Am I am I wrong? I mean, that's what it sounds like. All I, 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 oh, the horror. Oh, the horror of trying to win all of your games. The drama queen is singing. Singing, singing, singing. Now, spoiler alert, Draymond Green, we believe in truth in broadcasting. Draymond Green, the real reason he does not want to chase the wins record and said that it's too taxing uh, Taxing is because Draymond is the reason that was a failure. Right? He was the reason that was a failure, and he cracked under the pressure. Don't bear the lead, my man. All right, we're not bearing the lead. If you are old enough to remember that Golden State run when they won the 73 games and got to the playoffs and all that, Draymond Green was the saboteur for the Warriors. He turned the postseason into the Russian ballet, a classic of the ballet. Uh, get your cod piece out because the nutcracker. That was Draymond Green, and uh, I don't know that this came up in conversation on the podcast fee show. Uh, I'd have to listen for that. But anyway, uh, the point is that Draymond Green, for those of us that did pay attention, know that Draymond is uh, responsible for the Warriors gagging. Congratulations. He was at an A's game with Marshawn Lynch for Game 5 of that NBA Finals, if I remember correctly. Golden State was up 3-1. They were one win away from dispatching LeBron and the Cadavers in that NBA Finals of 2016. Raymond, though, was suspended for Game 5 because he used his hand to strike the junk of LeBron James in Game 4. You might remember that postseason if you're old enough to remember. He also kicked Steven Adams, who was playing for Oklahoma City, the Kiwi, Stephen Adams, uh, kicked him in the twig and berries there earlier in the postseason. So I, that was like his kinky fetish, Draymond. That was his taboo, uh, hitting guys uh, in the, uh, the male uh, neither regions uh, there and just going for it. And so Green, uh, he was absent from the Warriors to the latrine. Uh, hanging out over there at the A's games back when uh, the A's—well, uh, nobody went to A's games then either. Uh, but right across the parking lot, back when the Warriors played in Oakland, and uh, then he—the uh, the, the whole—I remember the whole plan. Right, we were doing the show here. the The plan at the time was that he'd be at the A's game. The Warriors would win the championship, and then as soon as the game ended, Draymond could enter the arena and celebrate with the Warriors. Except they never won another game in that NBA Finals, and uh, that was it. Now, page two here. Draymond had some other things to say. He also discussed the number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama, and said he believes, Draymond Green believes, that the projections that have Wembanyama as an all-star, as a rookie, are going to harm him. Quote, I think people are setting him up for failure Like, oh, he's going to be an all-star next year. Draymond opining, and then he moaned about how hard it is to be an all-star, and on and on. So Draymond Green believes people have set Victor Wembanyama up for failure with all the rookie hype, the all-star speculation, and all of that. Do you feel bad for Wemby? Do you feel bad for Wemby? Draymond says he's being set up for failure. Now, while I have said, and I do, I do believe that the hype is rat poison, other people have pointed that out uh, who make more money than me, that being said, in this case, I do not agree with Draymond Green. I think he's dead wrong on this, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I disagree with Draymond because this could not be a better mitzvah for Victor Wembanyama, and here's why. Even if this guy goes out there, and can't even dribble a basketball, the only dribbling he does is mucus coming out of his nose and dribbling down his face and going down his chin. If that's the only dribbling that happens for Victor Wembanyama, it doesn't matter. Because of the hype, we live in the world now, and it's been this way for a number of years, where you get paid on hype. You don't get paid on what you actually do You get paid on what people think you're going to do in professional sports. I wish it worked like that in radio. It does not. Uh, But that's the reality of the situation. And so he's laughing all the way to the bank. He's got the rookie contract at $54 million, Wemba Nyama. He's going to get a $100 million shoe deal. So that's $154 million. He's going to get minimum $10 million from Fanatics on a sports memorabilia deal, probably a lot more than that. We're lowballing that plus all of the other Fortune 500 companies that are trying to get in on the Wemby hype. So you you do the arithmetic on this, and it doesn't matter whether he's a stiff or not. He is getting paid, Wemby, based on what people think he's going to do. He doesn't have to make an all-star team. He could be in the G League. Uh, He can be playing at the local YMCA down the street. Knock yourself out there at the Y. And, uh, and and have a, have a fine time. But you're going to get paid any, either way. It's all guaranteed money. He is projected to be one of the most commercially successful athletes in the history of not just North America, the world. All right, final point. So Draymond Green also. But wait, there's more? He was singing the praises of an old Lob City Clipper, Chris Paul, selling the impact of Chris Paul with Golden State, and he thinks, Draymond Green said that he thinks CP3 will aid the development of Jonathan Kaminga. Kaminga, Green, uh, saying that Chris Paul adds another dimension to the Golden State offense, okay, Uh, and will, quote, completely unlock Jonathan Kaminga and his growth. So that's the money quote, completely unlock. Draymond Green saying Chris Paul will completely unlock His teammate, Jonathan Kaminga, is it really that simple? No! Uh, No! Uh, I don't buy this either. I'm not not in agreement. Uh, I'm sorry, not sorry. Uh, CP3, the only way that scenario works is where you go into some kind of time portal and you go back in time. Uh, Chris Paul is past the expiration date on dominance. He was washed up in Arizona. He will be washed up in San Francisco. I do not believe he will find the Garden of Eden in San Francisco, and I don't think Ponce de Leon will be leaving Florida to go to Northern California to help him out. He's a shell of what he had been, and Draymond is also forgetting the law. And what is the law, the law of unintended consequences where if Chris Paul were to truly be in position to unlock Jonathan Kaminga, what would have to happen? What would have to happen, I'll tell you, it would mean that he would have to be a ball hog. He would have to control the ball CP3, which then means the trickle-down effect is that Steph Curry is no longer controlling the basketball, which changes the entire dynamic on how the Warriors have played basketball for the better part of a decade now in Northern California, and so you'd bump Steph Curry down so Chris Paul could get a lot of the control of the offense to unlock completely Jonathan Kaminga, and that would be something that many people will be doing today, playing with firecrackers, but you're not supposed to do that, right? They always tell you, oh, don't don't play with the firecrackers. It is the Bain Maller Show. As we continue, if you'd like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877 We've got all expenses paid and the Nerd Workout Warrior, the Nerd Workout Warrior. We'll get to all that and we will do
7: it next. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Balls. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
8: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks
4: amazing! I'm so glad you made it.
8: ...and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
7: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You can be a one-percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Mowler Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at... Ben Maller. And you can follow tonight's executive producer in for the Coupe de loop.
9: It is Patrick Sweeka. That and is he, correct. And he's at Sweeky P. Yes, at Sweeky P. That is S-W-E-E-K-Y-P. Sweeky P. Of course.
0: And now live from the tireact.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. That wasn't your nickname back in the day, Eddie? No. Wiki P? No, no they called me Eddie Spaghetti.
6: They called you Eddie Spaghetti, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it wasn't even my the,
9: nickname the in playground. high school.
6: playground. You just made it up? Did you make your own nickname? You're you, not allowed honestly, to make your own nickname. No, I I didn't, it name wasn't name. my nickname.
9: That it was just my Twitter handle. You guys can give me a nickname all you want, though. But Ben's not uh, very good uh, at giving uh, out nicknames. Uh, so I have more nicknames than anyone nicknames in here.
6: the history of radio. I have the most nicknames of all time. I've given Eddie too many nicknames, though. He's getting a big head over there, so I can't. I can't do that, but if you're around more, we'll give you a nickname, Patrick. you got to be around more than a couple of shows before you get the official. That's like the big step. That's like uh, the ceremony when you become a knight. Uh, There's a lot involved in that when you get the nickname. And uh, I, of course, have 50. Over 50 nicknames now that I have picked up. I've been called, among other things. Nobody the, asked for that. Well, you brought it up, Eddie. The Spin Master of I did not bring it up. You the Bannering Broadcaster. The Beethoven of BS. The Curmudgeon of Commentary. I've been called the Chasm of Sarcasm. The Czar of Zany. The Dark Knight of Weeknight Sports Radio. The Mogul of Mischief. Benny the Brazen... The Who? King of Zing, Moneyball Maller, Benny the Bopper—that's my baseball nickname. Jackass, facetious Fox, the Sultan of Insultin, the Shaman of Schadenfreude, <sighs> the Jumping Jack of Wisecrack, the Insight of Overnight Medicine Man Maller, the Nabob of Negativity, the Sage of Outrage, the Pinnacle. Of cynical, the prince of preposterous, professor of propaganda, Hazar, oh, of hyperbole, and the mad hatter of sports chatter. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and those are only half my nicknames. I have other nicknames, but I will not, I will not uh, yeah. bogart the time here. Let's go to the phones and we'll say hello to Alexis, who's in New York. Hello, Alexis. Welcome. This, this is the part you talk. Hmm. So I, hear, I hear something. Oh, is he sleeping? Uh, is that a snore? Like a light snore? Or just breathing? What
9: do you think that is? I don't know what that is. Maybe he's underwater. It kind of sounds like it.
0: Maybe there's been a big flood, and we don't know about it. Well, that would be unfortunate. His pro- phone probably wouldn't work underwater, I wouldn't think, though. might be a special phone. Maybe it does work underwater.
6: Yeah. All right, well, that's riveting radio. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right, we'll hang up on you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on fox is the number. Let's say hello to a fan favorite, Andre in the Commonwealth. Hello, Andre.
3: Hello, Ben. Good evening. Great to be with you, you know. Who, who else would I rather talk to on the 4th of July? What are you talking about, folks out here on a holiday? That, that, that's the perfect time uh, to connect uh, with uh, the uh, all those great memes. Fun shit, fact, uh, by the way. Here's
6: a fun fact for you. It is estimated that today 150 million pounds of hot dogs will be consumed. Fun fact. <laughs> Indeed. I will uh, not be sorry. eating any hot dogs. Are you eating hot dogs today? Absolutely. You already? Yes. All right. Anybody else? Hebrew Nationals, baby. Oh, look at your kosher. Yeah. Man. How about that? No, I have, I have no hot dogs planned today. No, um- I'm going to
3: have a couple hot dogs. Ben, going to go check out a uh, Cape League game. Uh, home game uh, for the Hyannis Harbor Hawks, who I who I support. But I can't get down with the uh, the competition. Joey Chestnut and uh, his fierce rival, whose name escapes me. That's not that's not my cup of tea. I oh, uh, wash
6: I mean, your I mean, mouth I mean, out with soap and water, Andre. What's wrong with you? It does not get any more American than gluttony. What's wrong with you?
3: Know, you? I mean, sure, sure, but I I, I can't I, I can't be a uh, you know, have the close-up be right there uh, for for that contest
6: where I can't. Think about ben, the physical toll on the human body. We've all eaten too much. Maybe we had one uh, one too much piece of pie or something like that with uh, Thanksgiving or whatever. Too much. Tur- We've all been there, right? We've all done that. You know how you feel. Put that on steroids, or in this case, 100%. on fifty hot extra hot dogs.
3: Indeed, I'll tip my hat to those guys there. But Ben, if I want to know that greed is good, I'll sit down and I'll watch Wall Street. Okay. I'll watch that. Well, that's on, a different on,
6: kind of greed, though. This is a this is a whole new. The fact that Joey Chestnut, this guy's a millionaire and all he does is eat. How great is that? I eat too. I'm not a millionaire. Are you are you a
3: millionaire, Andre? You eat? I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm no. not a millionaire. Actually, I I I owe some debts. Uh, to notable radio personalities like yourself for things that I said about the – That is right. Your love of Deshaun – your
6: love of uh, Deshaun Watson has come back to haunt you there. The Deshaun Watson (laughs) support did not work out so well in your favor.
3: It didn't work out well at all. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my wagon to the uh, to the New York Jets this year. That's gonna be my team, my sleeper team that I think is gonna redeem me, me with Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers. But I'm gonna conclude with this, then. You mentioned Coco Gauff, and uh, you know that that untimely first round exit um, at that uh, tennis event. Coco Gauff is uh, ranked number seven in the, in the world. Okay, so she had. Yeah, she's number seven in the world. You can't be losing in the first round, ranked right, number seven. So she's an up and comer, but she hasn't quite gotten over that that uh, the, the, the the mountain yet to get a Grand Slam championship. But she's holding her own at number seven. But Venus Williams, you know, much uh you know later on in her career, so Venus is just kind of doing it, you know, just as you know, exercise and you know, meet, you know, for the camaraderie. Venus has already won her Venus has already won her Grand Slam championships. Uh, but uh, Coco Gauff. Uh, seven in the World, we're hoping that she can uh, recover and do much better, Ben, uh, at the U.S. Open later on this summer. Summer, But I'm tuning in. No place I'd rather be on a holiday. I hope you had a good vacation, Ben. I've been looking for you. But you've been off on vacation enjoying yourself, so that was wonderful. But now you're back in the saddle. Yes. And I'm glad that you're giving me uh, a couple minutes of, your, uh, of time on the airways. Thanks for taking the
6: call. All right, there he goes, Andre, checking in from the Commonwealth. Got a big 4th of July celebration. And that's, that's where it all began, right? Massachusetts, the first state to make July 4th an official state holiday. Allegedly. That's what that's what I heard years ago. Uh, let's see here. Can't read that. Uh, Adam says, what did I just witness? Uh, Maller with the most epic intro. There you go. Ferg Dog says, good nickname, Rundown. Now Patrick has something to aspire to. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, come on. He's got his own nickname. He says, you said it's not a nickname, though. You just, that's a Twitter handle, it's not a nickname? It's count- just a
9: Twitter handle, yeah, that's not my nickname. Kind of seems like a nickname, though. I mean, we I, listen, if it's now willed into a nickname, then it's a nickname.
6: And I, I'm going to go out on a limb based on, I walked in the parking lot, you had uh, that ugly uh, Laker logo <laughs> on, your, on your car that uh, you might have been a fan of a certain basketball player that I'm inspired might- that. That nickname,
9: yes? Me. Oh, like Swaggy P. (laughs) I mean, it's easy. where where else would it come from? I mean, that is also fair. I mean, you can call me whatever Big Mike uh, in the office calls me, gave me a nickname when he hired me.
6: Big Mike gave you a nickname?
9: Yeah, Yeah. he called me uh, Sweepy.
6: Did you immediately go to HR and file a complaint?
9: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I may have, may not have. Uh, Let's keep that anonymous, shall we?
6: (laughs) Well, HR is in like five states away, so I don't think you can actually reach them. Anyway, it is the Ben Maller Show. As uh, we uh, press on, Justin's uh, asking my boss. He says, can we please demand Ben gives these damn nicknames every single show? Please make them happen. Uh, uh, If you want, Justin, I will give you more nicknames. You give us... 21 minutes, and we'll give you all of the nicknames. All of the nicknames. Promise. Promise, promise, promise. All right, it is the Ben Mallow Show as we continue on, and we will get to the Nerd Workout Warrior and the All the Expenses Paid trip. But right now, let's get you caught up on everything going on in the overnight, and we say hello to Gaslight Garcia.
0: All right, thank you, Ben. We'll start with Major League Baseball games. Of note, the Braves have made it nine wins in a row after a 4-2 win over the Guardians. They are now at Major League Best 57-27. and 27. Michael Harris, the second couple of homers in the win. And Ronald Acuna Jr. gets a stolen base and becomes the first player in Major League history to have 20 homers, 40 steals, and 50 RBI before the All-Star break. Do you know what he's on pace for, Eddie? Uh, no, what is he on pace for?
6: He's on pace for a lot of RBIs, a mm. lot of home runs, and a lot. No, the, actual, the actual numbers, Eddie, because mm. I'm a numbers guy, as you know. I'm a stat guy. He is projected Ronald Lacuna Jr. to have 104 RBIs, 41 home runs, 46 doubles uh, this season. And uh, I don't know the stolen base projection, but he's got, obviously, just double the numbers. He's on pace to play every game this season. He's played every game so far for the Bravos.
0: Is uh, he the leading candidate for the National League MVP?
6: Well, you'd have to go to my big board, Eddie, mm-hmm. and look at my National League MVP. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's right up there. Freddie Freeman from the Doyers. And uh, there's a couple other guys. But, yeah, Acuna Jr. would be Number one, but it's he's not getting as much publicity as Shohei Ohtani, and I am I'm sensing Shohei Ohtani fatigue. Uh oh, that there are people now who are starting to turn on Shohei Ohtani. That's how it works. That he's getting too much love. Is
0: this the Nikola Jokic effect?
6: Like guys like Colin Cowherd who don't even they pretend like baseball doesn't exist, but they'll talk about they'll talk about Shohei Ohtani and all that. Yeah, there is a point where you get too much hype and like people like root against you. Yeah, They're like well, I hope that guy fails. Yeah, you do that a lot. Actually. I do yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hundred yeah.
0: uh, percent. twins beat the Royals eight to four. Minnesota regaining sole possession to first place in the AL Central. They're a game up on Cleveland. Reds knock off the Nationals three two. Brewers were down six nothing. Rally back for an eight-six win over the Cubs. So it's Milwaukee and Cincinnati still tied for the Top spot in the NL Central. Slugfest in Arlington with the Astros beating the Rangers 12-11. Kyle Tucker, a grand slam for Houston. Jose Abreu, a homer, 4-RBI. Travis Jankowski had a home run, drove in 5 for Texas in the loss. Rangers now, they're on top in the AL West, but their lead is down to 3 on Houston in the division. Padres beat the Angels 10-3. Angels All-Star Mike Trout leaving the game with a wrist injury after a fouled pitch in the eighth inning. No word on x-rays, but I'm pretty sure he won't play in the All-Star game now. The Orioles lose to the Yankees 6-3. New York starter Domingo Herman, you might remember. Perfect game in his last outing, this time four and a third two earned, nine hits. He gets a no decision. Dodgers uh, beat the Pirates 5-2. That's one of
6: those unbreakable records, right? Back-to-back no hits. Johnny Vandermeer. Yeah, back in the yeah. day, that will not happen again.
0: Uh, Dodgers beat the Pirates 5-2, uh, beating all-star pitcher Mitch Keller for Pittsburgh. Meanwhile, the Dodgers all-star pitcher Clayton Car- Clay- Clayton Kershaw or Clayton put, on, yeah, yeah. put on the injured list, uh, and he's out of the all-star game.
6: It would be Ma- selfish of him to play in the all-star yeah, game. Uh, well, yes, that's, that's
0: no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, Marlins beat the Cardinals 5-4, and the Mariners beat the Giants 6-5, despite the best efforts of Blake Sable for San Francisco, who had two home runs and drove in all five. For the Gigantes, but in a losing effort. Not enough. Not enough. Needed one more at least. Uh, NBA News, Minnesota Timberwolves, and All Star Anthony Edwards agree on a five year max extension worth up to $260 million. And in tennis, day one at Wimbledon. Winners of note included men's number two seed Novak Djokovic, women's number one seed Iga Swiantek. Uh Coming up, Actually, we're gonna talk about that later. Uh, American women, Coco Golf and Venus Williams out. In Are you the first excited,
6: round. Eddie? Because you get to update tennis. There's actually live sports going on here in the overnight. In uh, I would,
0: I would, I think excited would be overselling it a little
6: bit. Do you just ignore the Wimbledon, like when we have a golf major in Ireland or something like that, and there's stuff going on, and you're like, eh, I'll wait till later. Yeah.
0: Nah, I mean. There's usually none of the, ma- like at least yesterday, none of the matches were over by the time I was out of here. So They were starting in progress, so I had no finals to report. Oh. And I really yeah. only care if there's, like, an upset, you know? You're very selfish with that. You know? I think people only really, you know, in the early rounds of a tennis match, I don't think people really care unless there's, like, an upset. Somebody gets well, yeah, knocked out.
6: Tell that to that guy. Coco uh, Goff. Brian, whatever his name is, used to work here.
0: I don't know, yeah, who, the, I don't I don't know, know who you're talking I don't
6: about. Know. Used to, I don't think he works here anymore, though. I don't mm. know what uh up to not in
0: tomorrow by the way for me
6: i saw that yeah yeah surprise how about that what's going on because some of the other guys that have uh, they usually start at the very bottom of the bench have we thinned out our bench here eddie do we have we don't have any i don't know i don't know i saw that yeah
0: got an old veteran filling in for me tomorrow a shocker yeah
6: I think maybe in the last six years, once he's worked on the show, I think, in the last six years. What a Uh, special treat for him. You know who's really excited is Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan. Oh, is that right? he's going to have to update his his graph. He's got a graph on who works on the show. Really? Yeah. He doesn't actually like Blind Emmett, the people that actually host the shows. He just likes the people that fill in on the show.
0: Oh, interesting.
6: Yeah. Like, he's had an orgasm the whole time because Coop's been (laughs) away and uh, Roberto quit the show. So, he's, like, excited. By the way, I'm still getting
0: tweets. Where's Roberto? <laughs> I know.
6: I literally, I did a podcast. This is, a, so I do a mailbag on the podcast. I, yeah. I, I now, I had Roberto on the podcast talking yeah, about how yeah. he was coming to school, which but was God awesome. From, by the I way. still get mess every week. I get messages from people saying, "Where's Roberto for the podcast?" So they listen to the podcast that I do on the weekends, in addition to the show, and they still somehow missed. The one where Roberto was on talking about him leaving. Uh, it's a wild, a wild, and crazy. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on through the overnight hours in this portion of the Ben Maller Show, made possible by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. At Progressive.com, let's go to the phones, and we'll say hello to Van, the one-legged Bama man, a man who had his leg bitten off by an alligator. Hello, Van.
10: What's happening, Benny boy?
6: Have you had that what? Have you had that eye procedure done?
10: I did. I did. Uh, I had it uh, last Wednesday, Tuesday. Tuesday on, a a, on a
6: scale of one to ten the pain level from having something poked behind your eye would be a what?
10: Uh, compared to all the injuries I've had, it's a one. Oh, this guy's, a tough, this is, it, this
6: guy's it, a tough guy, Eddie. This guy's a tough guy.
10: You have Man. burning. Yeah. You know, your eyes burn. They stay bloodshot for a week. And then uh, other than that, it, there is one strange after effect. He put a uh, extended release steroid medicine in there. And this black line will will be out in front of my face. You know, it's actually in my eye. Sir, you're on
6: steroid. You're on steroids right now, so I can't take this call, man. Because your performance yeah. enhanced, your calls enhanced now. So I can't take this call. How dare you?
10: Well, well, it enhanced my eye. That has nothing to do with audio, does it?
6: Did you immediately go to the batting cage to see if you could hit the home run at the batting cage? <laughs> Did you see?
10: Well, no, no, uh, I, I didn't go to the dartboard to see if I could hit the didn't.
6: Unfortunate. You have super. Hey, have you
10: ever heard of Tony Accardo? Uh
6: What's the context? I, it does not ring a bell. What,
10: yeah. Okay. He he was the head of the Chicago outfit for 40 years. And he happens to be the great-grandfather of the Bosa brothers, NFL players.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I've heard of them.
10: Sure. And I had, uh, I had an uncle that was supposedly in the uh, Southern Mafia back in the
6: early 50s you don't hear a lot about the southern mafia they did not have good uh, mar- they didn't have good marketing like the, the Chicago well, mafia the New York mafia they had great the southern mafia really struggled with marketing we they, don't, uh, have you ever seen a southern mafia movie maybe I don't I don't recall one
10: no uh you can see you can see some documentaries about it they weren't like the Italians they they, they weren't like a close-knit but close
6: they were a close-knit. sloppy mafia
10: yeah sloppy but there was a town <laughs> Phoenix City, Alabama, back in the fifties, that was run by them, oh. and uh, their main source of income, right across the uh, river in Fort Benning, Georgia, the soldiers, and uh, they controlled the town. They control the cops, the mayor, all the politicians. But then a uh, guy got got elected attorney general, a lawyer there, and they murdered him. And uh, after no, that's that, not very nice. I assume in the National Guard. I mean, this town was just—it yeah. was wicked. They had brothels, they had gambling well, halls. Listen, it does not those, get any more—it does
6: not get any more American than brothels and gambling halls and the mob. It's, That's Americana.
10: Yeah. And the mob, but they just—they just moved moved away. They went up yeah. toward the uh, Tennessee Georgia line and, and moved. It moved to other areas. Biloxi, Biloxi was the big. Mafia town. Before they had all
6: their casinos down there. You listen okay. to our live yeah. coverage here. Our Fourth of July show. We're doing mob talk now on yeah. the radio. No mob talk. Can't, can't, can't mob beat talk. it. mob talk. Yes. Your favorite mobster of all time is it Al Capone? Who's your fa- Who's your favorite mobster?
10: I would have to go with uh, Lucky Luciano.
6: Oh, Lucky Luciano. Yeah, I, 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 a famous story. I was. I had a car that was a lemon. So I returned the car to, you know, they got some money for it. They didn't give me what I, the car was actually worth. But the guy that I had to fill the paperwork out with claimed that he was the son or the, I think it was the grandson. No, I think he said he was the son of Lucky Luciano who had an affair with his mom who was like a maid at the house. And uh-huh. yeah, this guy, this guy was a trip. He pulled out a photo of Lucky Luciano and he held it up near his face. He says, "See the resemblance?" You know, like that. I'm like, I just want my money for the car. I don't really.
10: He was proud. Fr- I don't he care. Was Proud of the mafia here. Oh,
6: he was very excited. Oh yeah, I mean the guy was like beaming. He, he, you could tell he had told the story. He might have been full of crap. I don't know. He probably was, but. It was quite the story. All right, I got to go. But uh, thank you, uh, Van. You're the man. All right, right. right, buddy. Happy fourth. There you go. Van, the one-legged Bama man. As we continue on, we're going to have Mallard to the third degree. Mallard to the third degree. That is right around the corner. We've got the Nerd Workout Warrior. We'll get to that also. All expenses paid. We'll do
8: all of that. We will do it
7: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
8: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing.
4: I'm so glad you made it.
8: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
4: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
2: And then you have China.
4: And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters.
2: He got his yo-yos to Europe in time.
0: There is widespread, there is a widespread problem of boring sports talk. The Ben Maller Show offers a solution under the cover of Darkness. We are 25% more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help us grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Just mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are growing the Maller Militia, one new member at a time. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
6: And we will have, coming up here, Maller to the third degree. Justin says, I think you forgot something, the answer trivia. No, no, no. Have Bernie do that for you there, Justin. He'll take care of that for you. Uh, Milkman Mike says, the answer to the answer trivia, which was not given, is Van after the eye surgery. That they, I like that certain people send answers in when the question is not even asked, which does that mean that they have those odd uh, program that they're sent out, their timed tweets, or they're just randomly sending them out, not listening at all and uh, either one of those things uh, is possible. But anyway, uh, enough of that. Let's get to it right now. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the
7: third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
6: And a man who is not swaggy P. No, no, he's a different kind of pee. P.
9: Patrick, (laughs) All right, all right, Ben. Well, Chargers offensive coordinator Kellen Moore said the Cowboys' Dak Prescott is the best leader I've ever been around easily. Now, Ben, what do you make of Kellen Moore's uh, praise of Dak?
6: So this is what's known, Patrick, as damage control. Kellen Moore was literally sucking the toes of Justin Herbert a month ago. We talked about it on the show And he said how magical his new quarterback was. And those comments were seen as a shot at Dak Prescott. When he talked about how Herbert can do things that Prescott can't do, Moore is trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube is what he's doing here. And listen, when he says Dak Prescott's a great leader, he's a great leader right up until he plays a good team or in the playoffs and plays a good team. And then he's like General Custer at Little Bighorn. Uh, that's the kind of leader he is, leading
9: his men right in there to Little Bighorn. And how'd that work out? All right, next. Next up, the Cubs have decided not to offer Marcus Stroman a contract extension before the trade deadline. Ben, is this savvy or silly for the Cubbies? Well,
6: it is the only thing to do. So it's set, they don't want to pay him. So they're going to trade him. Why would you sign him to an extension and then trade him? That doesn't make any sense. So it's a savvy thing to do. Marcus Stroman has thrown the ball very well this season as the the Cubs blow. But they could still make the playoffs because of the division they're in. They're not a legitimate contender, not a threat to the Braves or the Dodgers in the National League. But Stroman has enhanced his value as a rental on the trade market. And the Cubs – I love these teams that have it all figured out. The Cubs know – Well, we're not that good, but maybe three years from now we'll be good. But by then, Marcus Stroman will be washed up, and he won't be any good anymore. He'll be past his his, point of usage. And so they're trying to time it up, which is what the Cubs did at Wrigley for 100-plus years, and it never worked out. So they're back to their old shenanigans now in Chicago which I know makes Mark very happy because he's a White Sox fan, so he's glad the Cubs stink.
9: All right, next. All right, next. NBA yes. Hall of Famer and China's basketball legend Yao Ming went unrecognized by some fans as he recently walked through an airport. Yeah. Ben, how is this possible? So I saw the video,
6: and uh, it was surprising. There were people like, well, I don't, who's that tall person? I don't know who that person is. So my theory on this is rather simple, that it's – the, the first people are like not sports people. But then the other thing is that flame or, or, or fame, I should flame. Flames are fleeting also. But fame is fleeting. And the, the people must have thought Yao Ming was like from the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Because the video, if you've not seen it, Yao Ming's like seven foot six or something ridiculous like that. And he's walking through this airport somewhere, I assume it's in China, and he's surrounded by half a dozen police officers who are all about 5'2. It was quite the visual. And he's just strolling along, la 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 la. But yeah, it's people. And he hadn't played in a decade, Yao Ming. So it's been a while since he played in the NBA and all that. So that's how. That happens. There it is. Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? You won me over with Dax, so you pass. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Cha-ching! 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 Woohoo!